All right, give this a second because I don't know. If we're, okay, we're yeah, it's working. All right, um, this is uh, episode twenty-seven, I believe, maybe twenty-eight. I'm not sure. Wow, that's a lot. Um, this is my guest. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Isadora, and I'm a singer. Mm-hmm. A really good singer. I'll sh I'll put her channel in the description, and uh, y'all can check it out. It's uh, but well, well, we'll get into what she does because it's like covers, right? Like at the moment, yeah. Okay. So, do you write like do you write your own stuff or no? Yeah, I do. I write a lot of music, but um, it's a lot harder to release your own music. So I'm just focusing on covers now, trying to build an audience, and then hopefully later on this year I'll have some original stuff. So how how, how did you get started singing? Were you just like singing, singing in the shower? I don't know. I don't know how that goes. Actually, <laughs> funny you should say that. In year nine on a camp, I was singing in the shower. And up until that point, I'd always hated my voice. I never took myself seriously as a singer. And then I walked out of the shower and there's just a bunch of people outside. Like, oh my God, like, you can sing. And I was pretty bad back then, but I guess for a year nine... Everyone who sings, you know, everyone thinks they're good. But yeah, that's actually how I got started. And then I just took <laughs> it from there. So what made you, like, want to sing? Were you just, like, someone was like, oh, you're really good? or like I don't know. just came to my mind. But um, a lot of the time it's I listen to another song that I really like and I just make my own lyrics to that tune and then sort of change it up as I go so it's more like, unique but yeah there's lots of ways and you're in australia right so is there like yeah. a lot of singing people can sing from there because i'm not sure <laughs> yeah there's lots but it's obviously so much harder to get recognized on an international scale because we are so far away but yeah like i study music at uni and i'm surrounded by so many incredible musicians and we're just as good as everyone else <laughs> How is that experience, you know, of like being with just nothing but musicians and, you know, everybody's yeah. good and you're like, oh, wow, I'm not, I'm not that good, but you know, it's. Oh yeah. It's very intimidating. I mean, the first, like it, this is my third vocal unit mm -hmm. and most of the people still have never heard me sing just because I do have stage fright. I do have like a little bit of performance anxiety. And it's really, really intimidating. But at the same time, they've helped me grow in confidence so much because we all encourage each other and we have like jam sessions together and it's helped me so much. But you're right, it is intimidating because you're like, oh my God, they're so good. Like, And you end up comparing yourself to them. So yeah, it's a mixture of good and bad. So have you ever like sang in front of people or is that too much pressure? I have. I have to for performance assignments, but um, I don't know. Things keep happening, and, I, and like the last time I got sick, so I didn't. It was kind of a sigh of relief, but at the same time, I needed that push to sort of get out there and sing. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And what, like, I can't imagine like your voice goes out and then you're done, you know? Because like, yeah. You know, you just get sick once and, you know, your throat's not good and you can't sing anymore. So 
I feel like that, that yeah. does that happen a lot or is that not as common? Yeah, like singing is a funny thing. I don't think people realize it, but literally your whole career is riding on this tiny little voice box, which is so fragile. Mm-hmm. And it scares me because obviously I'm an aspiring singer, but it's scary because if you get sick, like that's your whole instrument mm-hmm. gone, you know, you have nothing to work with. And if you're a little bit tired, if you're a little bit stressed or anything, you can hear it like hundred percent. So it, there's a lot of vulnerability with singing. Like you're using your whole body and everything about you and all your emotions. And whether you like it or not, people are going to hear it unless you're really good at hiding it. And you know, it's not like you can, that instrument breaks. And if it breaks bad enough, then I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who have good voices, especially like the top music singers in the world, they start losing that voice. And then they, 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 they know it's time that they can't sing. Yeah. Well, in like uni and all the vocal studies units I'm doing, we're learning vocal techniques and, how to keep our voice safe and achieve longevity. But yeah, it is really sad that a lot of today's singers, um, even Adele, who I love, she has struggled with vocal nodules. And it's scary to see that because such an incredible singer, literally she said she felt like her voice snapped and she had to get surgery and couldn't sing. And that's like a legitimate possibility for all singers, which is why we have to do a lot of warm-ups and warm-downs and weekly lessons and we have to do a lot of things to keep our voice healthy and in check but it is it is scary it's very very scary how do you how do you do that like is it like just a bunch of exercises because every time i see that you know they're like la 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 or like (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry if i made fun of your you know because it's just (laughs) like that's what i think when i hear it or like they do you know whatever vocal exercise they do is it does that help or like this. oh yeah oh yeah we, we have to do that for me i've been um taking vocal lessons for i think around five years mm-hmm. and for me i take it really really seriously because honestly my voice was not like i was never a natural singer so i really had to rely on literally building my voice up from almost scratch and that involved doing vocal lessons once a week and then doing my own vocal technique almost every single day for the last like five years and then also just making sure I'm healthy I'm always hydrated I don't drink alcohol really at all I avoid you know situations where I have to shout in lab rooms so it's like a big lifestyle change as well um to maintain your vocal health but definitely all that la 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 stuff you're saying is spot on like that is what, what I have to do every single day. And I love it. Like, I love it. But it's really critical. Otherwise, you cannot rely on your voice to withstand a career. So what what is, like, the, you know, the best singers that you, in your mind that sing currently? Mm, I've always said that, although I don't listen to them all the time, I probably should, but opera singers are obviously... Mm-hmm everything in terms of technique I mean that's what we should be aspiring to but in terms of pop singers obviously the best ones have always been you know Celine Dion just because she has got longevity you can tell she looks after her voice um and it's just so effortless oh it's so beautiful 
Um, who else? I love Ariana Grande. Okay. She is, yeah, she's one of my singing idols. Sounds a bit cliche, but she has got an incredible voice. Like, oh my God. Um, I don't know. Everyone sort of has different vocal abilities and different vocal styles, but for me, I want to ultimately achieve like the range and the strength that someone like Ariana Grande or Celine Dion has. Yeah. So how, 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 like, do you try to emulate their voice or like, how does that work for you? Well, we have to be careful of emulating voices because it, like, even just talking to everyone in my music class, we unintentionally hear a song and try and copy their voice completely unintentionally. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't work in our favor because we end up straining our voices. We aren't sounding our best. So we have to be careful not to emulate them. We have to, like for me, I have to learn to make make it my own, but still sort of trying to achieve the strength and the range that they have. So I don't know. It's a, it's a weird stage where I'm at. I'm trying to figure out what my style is and so many questions about it. But, yeah, I'm trying to make it as true to myself as I can. And how has that changed? Have, have you felt like you've switched back and forth? Or is it like, you know, oh, I kind of found it. I just need to add something to it. Or, like, how's that process work? Yeah. Well, in the vocal unit I'm doing now, we're, we're kind of asked to describe our artistry and what, like, genres define our music. But I honestly have no idea because, as you know from my covers, like, I do a whole range of stuff. Like, I did jazz two weeks ago and then a pop one, then an R&B and soul, I just, it's confusing and it's hard to sort of just define your artistry in terms of one genre or mm -hmm. two genres because I, I like to think that I can do a lot of things and I'm passionate about a lot of genres. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really hard right now. I think that's very open-minded as a singer though because I've, yeah. I've not met most singers, especially when they start off. I feel like they have this kind of, you know, uh, niche genre. You know, they either rap or they either, yeah. you know, um, sing, sing a specific jazz or blues or pop or rock. They never transition. They, mm. they never practice other stuff. So I think that's a good thing. But I also, you know, I feel that, you know, to get noticed or to get, you know, kind of that popularity you need to find something that you like like a hundred percent yeah that is a downfall because i am posting such a wide range of covers and it's not mm -hmm. attracting one sort of niche we, yeah it's a downfall like i do need to focus on one but it's hard to pick one so how how, how does that go when you pick a cover because you know i watch i watch more i'm not into more mostly singing but you know i like drummers i like other mm. stuff like that so I, I will watch you know one of my favorite youtube channels is luke holland all he does is drum covers and he it's the best drum covers oh. on youtube so it's like when i i i uh he plays it's just like oh okay he has these covers that he does they're very different from each other and it's like wow he okay. can play that he can play that and he can play that like Keith can do a pop song and then do a rock song. So it's like, you know, I think that can work. I, I just think you need to limit more and more, you know, like three or four genres, not six or seven. I yeah, no, definitely. I do need to 
sort of bring everything, boil it down to a few genres. I'm working on it. <laughs> so, 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 so how do you pick the song? Do you just like, oh, I think I can do this one? Yeah, just whatever appeals to me. Um, I don't know. I usually, I feel like I'm not really picking kind of top 30 songs, mm -hmm. which in like I should be in some way if I want to get noticed. But a lot of the time it's just I'm listening to songs I genuinely like and old songs and I just want to cover those. Yeah, so what what can you tell me what what's coming up next for you like the covers cover wise? Um next I have actually I have one that I need to click publish on YouTube. Um Zane's Fool for You. Have uh, you heard of it? No, I haven't. Well, yeah, that I'm flipping back to R&B and pop because <laughs> why not? Um yeah, no, I I I find it really cool when I sing R&B male vocals mm -hmm. because it gives me room to sort of really make it my own and especially if it's got raps in it I can slow it down and make it acoustic and I know that's what I'm really liking at the moment and I think I'm gonna roll with that for a bit yeah I don't how can you do that like I it feels weird when I I think it was a Drake song I heard the first one I heard from you yeah I was like wow like it's a Drake song so it kind of confused me I was like this this <laughs> I don't know if this this is making sense, but it's the same words. It's just like you added kind of your style of singing into yeah. it. Yeah, and like um, in a cover I did a long, long time ago, um, do you know Kalani? Yes. Yeah, so her song Jealous. Mm -hmm. I love that song. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. But um, I forgot the name of the rapper in it. It's, it's um, got a long name. Alex something. Okay. Apologies. Um. But I rewrote that rap mm -hmm. and then added sort of a melody to it. So it, I just changed it up completely. And I, I love doing that because I loved writing my own lyrics and almost just reworking a whole entire part of the song to make it my own. And so it came from like an R&B to a more sort of slowed down acoustic cover. And yeah, that's, that would probably be my favorite type of cover. Would you ever do something like, well, because you did Drake, so I thought that was interesting. Would you do like, I don't know, other rappers, other, uh, you know, Eminem. Yeah. Um, there's other rappers that you could do. I feel like you could do, uh, who is that? Well, you probably don't know who this is, but um, I think his name is Wax. Have you ever heard of him? Um, no, I haven't. His, his rap is more like. It's different. It's like Beastie Boys with like a, a mix of pop. It's very strange and rap. It's, okay. I don't know. I, I think that would work. I also want to hear Ellie Golden from you for, for some reason. I don't know why. Really? I really do. I don't know. Your voice just seems a little different. And then it's like, oh, I want to hear how that sounds. So. Wow. I've never heard of that suggestion before. Really? I would take that up. Mm -hmm. Cause That's she, a good challenge. Yeah, she has that. She. I think she's one of my favorite. Maybe because... There's one song that I really connected. I think it was "Anything Can Happen." That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's mm. a beautiful song. I can. I. I maybe you can do Paramore, but I don't know how that would work out for your voice. I think, Paramore. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I actually think I sang one of their songs a long time ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh no, I really, really love their music. But yeah, a lot of that pop stuff is deceptively hard. I mean. <sighs> The key they sing in, like, mm -hmm. 
most Ariana Grande songs, like I just have to accept, I'm I'm not up to scratch. To they're they're so ridiculously high, and you don't know it until you actually attempt to sing it. But um, same with Ellie Golding. But I think it's a good challenge. I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I feel like those. I would love to see those because it's like your voice just <laughs> kind of matches that kind of persona. Persona. I don't know how to say, it, but yeah, it just it feels like that would be a little bit more natural. I don't know. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Oh, this I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. This shit became suggestions. I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> but like, it's it's so interesting how your voice is not. It's 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 something that I've not heard before, which is weird. And I don't know if it's maybe you just need some editing. I don't know how that would work. I think I think it's great though. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. So how how long have you been singing on YouTube exactly? Um, I only just started my YouTube channel like last November, I want to say, mm-hmm. or maybe it was a bit before then. But um, yeah. So I started a couple months ago, and yeah, working from there. And how how do you do? You want to write your own music, or is that like you're just not interested in that? Oh, no, I definitely do. Like, I'm always writing music, but that means I'd have to make my own backings and, you know, find some producers and stuff in order to make it legitimate songs. Um, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. We, we might talk after this because I, I'm, I'm interested. Because <laughs> I, I, I think I could probably – no, we'll talk about this afterwards. But <laughs> – I have I have an idea and I you know it's like right uh, um, um so so how you know you're 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 in school for singing and it's like how does that work do you just sing all day or do you practice like different is there different types of classes like how does that work so at the moment I'm doing music production mm-hmm. on Cubase and vocal studies so. Yeah, in essence, I am singing every single day, but obviously, and unfortunately, I cannot sing and practice 24 hours a day because the voice doesn't function like that. But yeah, it's it's probably about half an hour of training or a little bit less, and then singing for as long as my voice will withstand it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, obviously, we do um, written work, and for my music production, it's working um, on Cubase, um, the music software. So it's not all singing, which is good because, as I said, that would be unrealistic. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things that we have to do. So do you learn, like, audio stuff? Do you learn, like, uh, like what? How, or is it just, like, music production? Is it, like, how's that, like, is it just... I, I have no idea how music school is. Yeah. So it's, yeah, like... So- People are just like, what do you mean you're studying that at uni? Like, what are you even doing? Like, just listening to music. Um, for music production, this is the, the first unit. So mm-hmm. we just got introduced to Cubase and we just have to make um, instrumentals using MIDI instruments. We're not allowed to record any anything or MIDI instruments, which sucks, but it's a good, good way to practice. Um, yeah, but we just have to make three or four minute instrumentals 
and how like all these projects do you feel like you're developing as a singer uh, and with music production not so much mm. because i don't get to record anything but um it's it, it, like i appreciate a lot more everything i listen to because i know how much effort goes into it and um how much creativity you need to make a song um like the instrumental and backing but with vocal studies yeah, I definitely do think I'm growing a lot because not in just terms of the criteria and the like what we're learning in lectures, but just meeting so many singers and singing with them and giving each other advice. That's where I feel like I'm learning the most. Mm -hmm. So how is that like being with like so many like minded people, especially when y'all all are y'all are how do I say this? Y'all are all nerds in singing. Y'all like love. <laughs> I love it. So, like, you just go in there and everyone understands the words you speak, the language you speak, you know, because yeah. you could mention, if like, I understand singing from, a, like, a point of view I know a little bit, like, but once you get too technical, I just get lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, definitely. So, like, I also studied um, psychology. Mm -hmm. And so I had psychology, music. Whenever I go to my psych classes, everyone was heads down. You know, just focus on yourself. I mean, you'd occasionally talk to someone, but you wouldn't see them the next week, you know. And then literally walking into the arts building, it's just, like, incredible. You've got so many people who are so like-minded, as you said, and you just want to talk about music and you just want to sing and jam with them, and it's just a completely different environment. And I feel like I've waited so long for that because... I never really was part of the music groups in high school per se, so I was never really surrounded by many singers. So this is like an incredible opportunity. I love it. Mm -hmm. So how you you you're all around these other singers. How has that helped you? Do you feel like they give you tips and advice, or they say, "Oh, don't do that, do this," or like learn this way? How's that work? Yeah, definitely. So it's about. We all sort of go in a circle and perform. We give each other feedback and encouragement. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it for me at this point is just building up the courage to sing in front of people really comfortably. So in that sense, they've really helped encourage me to just go for it and sing. And I really, really needed that. So it was last year, I believe, I just really went from not being able to sing in front of anyone to ultimately singing in front of people quite comfortably, which was a huge leap for me. And that's just because I sat in a room with a couple of the guys and we just went through song after song and I just slowly built up my confidence. And how, so that confidence and, you know, singing in front of people, is that like, are you nervous or are you calm or how, 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 how do you feel when you're, when oh, you're up there? I'm getting nervous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Like, it, I, it will be in class and we have to perform something, which I'm yet to do. I've avoided it for a really long time. But um, we have to get up in front of the class. And I don't know if you can imagine this, but when you sing in front of your peers in a small group with everyone so close to you, it's so much more intimidating than being, like, on a stage and mm -hmm. just having to smash it out. So, I don't know. I, I think that's part of my performance anxiety I put that in quotation marks because it's not a legitimate anxiety but um I physically start like I shake and 
my boy starts closing up. Like it, mm. it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's so, how I experience it at least. Wow, that's that's interesting because you know most people either well with stage fright either speaking in public they either you know panic or like you know you know their throat closes. That's a big one. Their hand yeah. shakes. And also another one that I found is like they they just stop, they freeze, they don't do anything, and they just leave. <laughs> yeah. That one's like I think that's when you you know the worst thing that you can do is just not. You need help. <laughs> yeah, but I think I don't know. I feel like a lot of those singers, especially like Celine Dion, she can sing in front of hundreds of thousands of people now. Yeah, and I don't. I think that's because she got that that uh, you know you got to keep calm. The way she keeps calm up there, the way anyone keeps calm in front of a stage. Yeah, well, she has had a lot of experience. Yeah, I, yeah. Just... I, was, I was watching one of her performances um, yesterday, actually, The Prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, every now and again, I just listen to it for some inspiration. <laughs> Sounds nerdy, but I love it. Um, and she's just so comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. She's just having a conversation with a crowd of like tens of thousands of people and everything's so effortless. So that's obviously the goal. But yeah, it's going to take a lot of work to get there. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think I think that's the one thing that I think anyone who's going to do anything musical wise is like, if you can't be in front of people and wa- people watch you play, then it's going to be mm. very difficult for you to. You know, just yeah. get yourself out there. Or you could just yeah. go on YouTube because, like, you know, or anything else. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, I don't know what I would do without social media. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the only facet at the moment through which I share my music. I don't know what I would do without it, honestly. But because, yeah, I have that sort of performance anxiety, I'm able to share my music without having that that anxiety and that fear. Mm-hmm. And you could get more people to watch you, though. Like, it's like... Yeah. It's weird. Well, ultimately, yeah. So you have, like, you know, 100 people watching you on YouTube. So you're like, oh, wow, 100 people watch me. That's kind of weird. But if you were in front of 100 people, I think you might be oh, a little, yeah. little, little, uh, you know, be like, uh, I don't know. So it's, Yeah, a whole it's, different story. So if I you... I love it because you just... I don't, I don't know any of the people. Well, I know some of the people watching, but... I don't know the majority of them. I don't have to see their reaction, you know, mm-hmm. and I just click publish and I go on with my day. <laughs> so, like, I think that's great because you got to be able to do that when you're um, not not out, you know, like if you could sing the way you sing on those videos, I think you'd do so much better. <laughs> so, like, I hope so. the I feel like <laughs> the change, if you could do that, that would be great. Yeah. But I, I love your voice. Like, it's like, I'm like, oh, oh my thank God. thank you. Can't, I can't get over it for some reason, but I think it's <laughs> really interesting. But overall, I think you'll be a great musician. I think you just need to spread your wings. I don't know how to say it. Spread your Yeah. Wings. That's so true. I just really need to make some big leaps and put myself out there more. Well, it was it was nice talking to you, so... it. Thank you. I want to talk after this so for like five minutes and then we can. I gotta go. Yeah. It's uh, late. It's late over here, so I gotta go night night. Oh yeah, it is quite late. <laughs> it's early morning here. All right, hold on. Let me. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll put a channel in the description. Um, thank you. And we'll. I don't. We'll. Well, next guest I think is Friday. 
who's that with? I, I'll, I'll, I'll let y'all know later. But uh, thank y'all <laughs> for listening. <laughs>